You're listening to a comic book podcast. It's called First Issue Club because we talk about first issue comic books and a little bit of news on the side. I'm not going to lie. We got the obligatory banter right now before the podcast starts. Mm -hmm. Rebel, rebel, harumph, harumph. I don't know if I'm going to include any of that. Oh, oh. I, what we just talked about? Oh, no, I'm no. Talk- no, 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 uh, no. No, that doesn't go in there. The obligatory banter is now. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like commence. Let's chop it up. Let's shoot the <laughs> shit, guys. Comic book stuff happening every week. We've got the Budget King. We've got Greg. Hey, everybody. We've got Mike D here. I'm the one talking. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get in some comic book news. Can I start? Yeah, go for it. Will you give me the honor of saying it's been 20 years to the day almost that Jessica Jones was introduced to the world. Oh, are we on a 20th anniversary, 20th of, anniversary of JJ? Of JJ. Can you believe it? It simultaneously feels like just yesterday that we got Jessica Jones and also like shouldn't that character have been like created in the 80s? <laughs> right. It's crazy that something created in like this millennium mm-hmm. like had a TV show that had 3 seasons. Right. So, I don't know, to me I just read that and I was like Wow, on a couple different fronts. So thought, you know, I, thought I'd share. It's maybe a fun time to go back and revisit Alias if you haven't read it in a bit, or if you haven't read it, period. It's a great series. Brian Michael Bendis created the character. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a pretty, I would say, not well-known writer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what books are we covering today? Oh, it's going to be Radio Apocalypse and Robins by Tim Seeley. Yeah, and Ron V is on Radio Apocalypse mm-hmm. on Vault. Yeah, a little out of order. Mind you, I'm drinking beautiful <laughs> Boulevard Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Which in- actually enhances your brain. It'll send you to the stars. If, if you will. If you're over 21. And also, if you guys are, uh, this comes out the day before Thanksgiving, pick up a sixer before you head off into your festivities. You're going you're gonna to need it. it if you don't. Yeah, you need that smooth taste of a Space Camper IPA to make the holidays just that much easier. Don't use it as a coping mechanism, though. This is a lot of times. This is the a lot of people's first uh, family gathering, like in two years. Probably. Yeah, we. Uh, this will be our first family gathering. There's even parameters. My grandma has put up like a like fence. A fence. N- no, like a like a guest list. Like if you didn't make the guest list this year, you're on uh, Christmas nice. duty. So you, she's taking it very seriously. Cool. I'm getting my boosty boost tomorrow. Same. Oh no. Nice. Oh, am I gonna run into you at Walgreens? Price shopper. Oh baby. But we'll both be sick on Tuesday playing Animal Crossing together. Great. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you play Animal Crossing? I, nah, I don't fuck with that shit. Okay. I, my, my life's boring enough. I don't need to replay my boring life with animals, with cute animals doing it. <laughs> the cute animals help. Um, we, got I, some, we got some new... We're doing roundtable news. Yeah. Well, Is, I already did mine, so... That was your oh, that was your big surprise of your news. Yeah, yeah that's good. It, it is crazy that it took Marvel so long to have like a super sleuth mm-hmm. in their ranks of like cool people that they write books about. And so, wait, is that not Black Widow? Not really. She's like a super spy. Like Jessica Jones is like a full on PI. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. And like, when, I remember when Alias came out, it was a smash hit totally. from the jump. And the show is like. Definitely. Oh, it's so doing good. The alias storyline. Yeah, that's, Season... that's the book that introduces the Purple Man and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, the 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 show on Netflix, which I'm sure everyone's seen by now, is phenomenal. Th- this was during the height of Max. 
it, that mm-hmm. like, oh yeah Im- imprint that they did with more serious oh which is the like things. the original black label <laughs> yeah, yeah it really is yeah. exactly right. right so they did those that whole storyline with um oh okay jessica jones being like sexually manipulated and all that stuff that like would never happen in comic books today no so do kind you, of a weird moment in comics you can you get remember, that first issue now for like 50 bucks do you remember what all got maxed like I know Punisher did. Mm-hmm. did Punisher da- Daredevil. Uh, there was a Typhoid the, Mary mm-hmm. series that I think I want to say there was a Blade one. Okay, and then something else. Ghost Rider. Okay, like all the street level dudes they, they got need, Max series. They need to bring out bring back Max. Did Bullseye get one or like Kingpin? I feel like a villain got one. That seems appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 Howard the Duck. Got a max? He got a max. Like they they dipped into it for a second. Like they wanted to make Howard hey, the Duck it, like a funny, edgy. This is like, good off the crude humor book. I'm glad. I'm glad I, I raised that question. I picked those books up. Most of them are like dollar bin fodder. Yeah, totally. And I picked them up a lot just because some of them are just interesting to read. Yeah. A, a lot of it is like, okay. You got the permission to do something fucked up, and yeah, you right. did, like, the most entry-level just, like, can you believe it? <laughs> Warren Ellis got permission for the Punisher to say a cuss. And Boobs then... and murder and I, a curse word here I, and there. I loved uh, the Punisher one before Punisher was canceled. Now, <laughs> no, I guess the Punisher's coming back. Well, nobody Jason, can, Jason Aaron's right now. Nobody can like him. Then Jason Aaron, be careful with that. He's, he's already hinted that it's going to be, like, Word of a complete different take. Like well, they're word, rebranding the character. Word of warning, Jason. I don't know about. <laughs> he's an avid listener, so he's probably hearing you. Yeah, so if you want to be sincere about me, it, I go know. ahead and say we're, it. To get podcast of the comic book stars. You ain't got to tell me. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my news hit. Uh, it has been announced that Danny Rand, uh, as we know from mm-hmm. uh, earlier comic book, has given up the Iron Fist, and the new Iron Fist will be chosen in February. And an article came out that the new Iron Fist will be of Asian descent. Thank God. So I thought that was um, cool. It's not the first time that yeah, I, uh, an Asian character has had the 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 mantle mantle of Iron Fist. But um, I think it's interesting that a it took this long for the main Iron Fist to be somebody else, but a white guy, and it almost uh, kind of hints at how the movies will will probably portray him. Or them. I, I feel like Marvel, this is a thing where they accidentally stepped into it. I don't think they were trying to whitewash Iron Fist. I think they were just like, the characters, like the story has gone this direction. And they were like, whoops, what did we do here? I think it, it took 50 years for someone else to take over the, uh, the Iron Fist. So Danny Rand was the quote unquote first in the Marvel line. Yeah. And uh, the Iron Fist is just a name. It could really be anyone. Right. So the fact that they haven't corrected the problem <laughs> over 50 years, you're just like, you didn't want to fix it. It's this. also like well, not an incredibly popular character. So the demand wasn't. No. it. This problem was not acknowledged until they made it a TV show. Correct. Yes. And then people watched it on Netflix and was like, what the fuck is yes. this white guy yeah. doing playing this like weird Zen character? And then, ev- right. and then everybody had to be like, oh, wait, the character is white? That's what a lot of like the articles would say. Because, yeah. Because he seemed like he was doing a parody of yes. like a mm-hmm. Zen sensei guy, mm-hmm. which was like, it did not come across well. Totally not great. Now, I'll say in the Netflix series, they heard the criticism and reacted by making Colleen Wing 
Iron Fist. And unfortunately, the show got canceled <laughs> before they got to have a female Asian lead. The show got fucking axed. Which, like, imagine, like, I remember that moment happening and realizing, like, oh, shit, they're about to make a woman, not not just a woman, but an Asian woman, the title character. And mm-hmm. I got choked up. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot wait for the second season to, like, see where this goes. Uh-huh. Or the, Sorry, I think it's the third. third. Yeah. And then- Show got canned, yep. and I was like, "A fucking of course, yeah, of course." They try did. to write the ship, and then like it gets canceled. So, <laughs> um, I've always felt one bad for that actress, two just like upset for Asian people mm-hmm. <laughs> that were like Marvel fans in general, because I know that was like hella exciting, right? I, I, I think it's an exciting time where uh, the the sins of our fathers are being corrected by our generation, generation before uh, after us. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. More diversity, as we've always said on the show, is welcomed in comic books, and it makes for a more richer experience. And if you don't agree, turn off the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to Rogan. Um, (laughs) Joseph, if you're nasty. Uh, My news hit is more of a collective conscience uh, awareness, like, I guess, observation in that we were texting, and I think you, Mike D, were like, hey, did you guys see we were watching something collectively must have been a chiefs game mm-hmm. then and you were like did you see that taco bell commercial mm-hmm. yes. it had it looked like it had saga characters and two marcos in it yeah or yeah like as character and i went back and found the youtube video of it and it was like yes that is 100 100 marco yeah a, a saga character in a taco bell commercial so the premise of the commercial is that there's like cosplayers that are gonna meet and fall in love but then instead they eat a taco i think but they're both dressed as marco from saga yeah very obviously do you want me to outline what actually happens in the commercial oh did i not get it right as an ad guy <laughs> I see Dude, that. How could, I see how could you nu- approve on my synopsis? I see the please. nuance in these stories. Uh-huh. Okay. Two Asian people cosplayed as Marco, one man, one woman. They see each other waiting for the subway. Mm-hmm. Instant fireworks. Instant fireworks. Oh my God, I found my soulmate. Mm-hmm. One turns toward the other and they start to walk towards each other. Marco, one, has the shield that hits a post and it kind of makes the taco bell bong Mm -hmm. and that moment she goes nah when you gotta have a taco (laughs) you gotta have a fucking taco so that sound just sent her Uh like fuck love i want a taco out to fourth meal she just had to get it done despite having found her soulmate right if it's meant to be she'll find them on twitter as As entertaining as that was i'm not sure it it improved. It didn't validate the interruption. Did it improve my synopsis? Like I, I, I don't know if I can validate that. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying I see more nuance than you. Perfect. Um, the more thing here is that my speculation is that some. Tell me the more thing. The uh, the bigger thing, or the the the, the deeper dive here uh-huh. is that my speculation is that Image Comics is doing a very very strong PR campaign for a saga that is more than really any other independent publisher has done before. I think that they somehow coordinated this with Taco Bell. I would love to find uh, I would love to figure out unconfirmed. Why, yeah, like how Yeah, this is speculative why you think yeah. that. Oh, because okay, here's why. Because there's going to be a midnight release for the new saga book. Sure. I, I think that it's probably maybe the 
one of the biggest releases. Uh, let's just say independent, at least that is going to get. Yeah, this will this will swamp Spawn three hundred numbers, and I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I think I think like the comic <clears throat> has sold like over six million or something like that. So there's going to be a midnight release. They're going to have some feature in like Entertainment Magazine, um, coming out, which nobody reads or cares. Nobody reads magazines anymore. They just listen to podcasts. But it just is like it's just weird to talk about a comic book at that level. That's like getting the same features like The Rock might be getting. Mm-hmm. I disagree, and I think there's a... Which part? I said a lot of things. Okay, that this was some sort of collab. Because oh, okay, okay. I think that a lot of fast food chains that started with Arby's have like... Got the meats. ...a thing with getting niche cultures involved in, in their the ad campaigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Taco Bell has done a great job recently. They have this like... Pacific Rim style like anime commercial that was like oh, yeah. really I mean, I remember, fun. I remember that one. Um, and they've done a couple other things that are just like. Here's why I agree with you. To be honest, mm-hmm. the they I don't f- say anything about Saga. Well, they it's don't. Like you have to like know. To they know. don't. And then mm-hmm. like, I also think if you were super red on Saga, Marco's an odd character to pick for the new coming of. Saga. Right. Uh, oh. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> so um, so in that regard, I think I agree with you because uh. it's like, whatever. Um, but I just think like the hype is real for a new Saga and there, Saga is for sure in a Taco Bell commercial. We can at least agree on that. I think it's even more telling that Saga is such in the collective mind now that Image had no part of this in deciding what character is in a commercial and someone... At Taco Bell ad agency was just like, you know, I read Saga. Having these two geeks dress up like this one character would be really fun. Like it's the book has transcended. Wouldn't it have made more sense to not be two Marcos though? Like it be I think that even speaks more to like the iconicness of the like but Marco is a great character in the whole book. Yeah. And again, sorry to be such a good ad guy. (laughs) Hit it. Hit it, but oh, them God. dressed as the same character is an easy yeah. sell for people who aren't familiar uh, with the point. universe. Good point. Good point. It's like two Yodas. If you don't know what Star Wars is, you're like yeah. they both look like green people. If what you, is a Yoda? If you, you are an ad guy. You proved me here. <laughs> this is this is good. Swish. Yeah, this is like you're you're on fire. <laughs> All right, um, lots of news. So you... reference to one of our comic books. <laughs> oh you're yeah, on fire. <laughs> All right, into the books. Yeah. What do you want to start with? Uh, Start with Robin. Okay. Okay. Robin. 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 Excuse me. Okay. So this book was part of what was called the Round Robin. Oh yes, I'm so glad you were going to mention this tournament. Yes. Which was a thing wherein uh, different creators had pitched different ideas about Mm -hmm. a miniseries. Correct. And they let fans vote on which miniseries they would like to see made the most. And Tim Seeley's concept won, which was. All Robins together in a singular book, fighting towards one cause. It 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 um functioned like a, the final four brackets. Yeah. Now and, I think I need to remind everyone: the last time they let DC people vote on anything, mm-hmm. Jason Todd died. <laughs> <laughs> so they took a big leap of faith here with DC fans. You know what it was an interesting thing? I saw recently they had two different full pages done. Uh huh. To like, depending on how depending the voting on went. how the voting turned out, oh. and someone, someone at one of those like crazy blogs where they sell all this comic art mm-hmm. owned the page, owned, owned the alter- alternate page, yes, and like shared it like a 
few years ago, and mm-hmm. it was like so cool. Oh, and that's... it was one thing that was crazy to me was like you had the story exactly the same down to a singular page that was like turns out he's okay or like turns out he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, what an awesome fucking thing to have in your collection. Yeah. I do have a question though, and this may have no answer. Which page is more expensive? The one that got printed or the like the alternative one that never saw the light? I would of assume day? the one that got printed. Really? I would say the other one is so much more rare. Well, I, there's I only guess. one of each. <laughs> and well, and, sorry. And the I one get. that's canon yeah. is like Oh okay. my gosh, uh, a monumental thing happened. Okay. Uh-huh. Like I see what him dying is a bigger deal than him being okay, right? But I guess like the story behind the alternative versions is mm. like a fun thing that adds to the lore of the pages. I'm sure they're both over six-figure pages. Ooh. Six? I would think so. That's intriguing. Well, I, I'm going to look that up how after the old, episode's over. How old was that? It's been. It happened in the '80s. It happened in the '80s, so that's forty or the years '90s old. or somewhere around there. Yeah, would they have to do like mail-in vote? Yeah, or like call in on a payphone, like probably like a one-eight hundred number. One-eight hundred kill Robin. <laughs> what sort of demented and depraved fans were like? Yes, kill him, kill him. Because people just back didn't then like, didn't like Jason Todd. Jason Todd because they he just was the didn't second, vibe with him. The second Robin. Yeah, and they're yeah. just like, get rid of him. Remember yeah. when they did the same thing with uh, Tricks the Bunny? And you could vote. You called to kill it, him oh, whether he got tricks or not. Yeah, because he was always getting oh, fucking screwed. Motherfucker! And I, I remember as a kid being like, "Just let the rabbit have a fucking." But they taste. did. They voted That's all he wants. Yeah. They voted to give it to him, and he got it. America's it. children sounded off, and they made a commercial with him getting the tricks for once. You're here. You're here. <laughs> You're welcome, to you, tricks. tricks Rabbit. Yeah, we voted you in. So anyway, yes, this was the the uh, response to a competition. It beat out like a Suicide Squad where Holly, Harley Quinn was doing something. With, I don't even know. Yeah. That was the final. So we get all the Robins. Um, and then Tim Seeley's writing this, who we like a lot. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Hexlash. And He's all over the place with the revival. sort of stuff he writes. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a lane. <laughs> it's either no. It's either very horror-filled, <laughs> very funny and sexual, yes, funny, or a bunch of Robins in a room. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny that he writes very typical middle lane superhero shit after you write his, like, the stuff on either edge that he writes that yeah. are, like, so extreme Tim Seeley shit. Mm-hmm. He also is one of these creators, I feel like, that writes, like, weird niche small pub, like... Yes, I know what you're talking about. He, he like, write, writes the Crow comics and, like, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's like, Why? You're writing like major titles at other publishers. It's a paycheck, baby. But he still writes these it's weird like, it's, small. It's like niche the guy books. that's a lawyer and still works at Kohl's on the weekends. <laughs> well, no, but it's like you know Colin Bunn writing the Cyberpunk 2077 stuff. It's oh, like, he, that's a payday for him. He fucking knocked that out of the park. He did, but it's like a weird niche. I don't thing think that the he crow is really paying Tim Seeley too much. I think each of those pay the same. <laughs> you think so? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Um, but uh. Okay, you said the get Robins in a room and talk. This after I read this, I was like, was crossover referencing Tim Seeley? Because all this book was was Robins in a room talking. You're one hundred percent right. <laughs> and they, the way they were talking, it's like this is the first time they've ever met oh, each yeah, other. Yeah. Well, no. I, I, how many times have you seen all of them together with like downtime? And I, to me, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, of course they're gonna like 
have to hash this out. Sure. It wasn't not interesting. It still just is not a awesome experience to read a comic with people in a room talking. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I didn't to me that was fun. I didn't dislike it and I think that for a six part series, mm-hmm. the end of this and like even the beginning starting with action, it's like this is a series that's going to deliver. Yep. Oh, for sure. And it's going to service the fans cuz that's what it's meant to do. That's not a like if this doesn't service the fans then sh- the voting's been yeah, rigged. Like, shame on this series. <laughs> this is a fan service comic. Um but this also there's the news headline about the claim that the female Robin you find out is claiming to have been the original Robin. The mysterious Robin we meet at the okay. end. So yeah, we we need to say there are there definitely there have been there is a female Robin already. Yes, yes. Stephanie yeah. Brown. Although short-lived. She's still alive. She's, Her tenure was short-lived. She's, yeah, exactly right. She's, she's still alive, but was not Robin for very long. Right. But there's this villain character who's like a terrorist type who kills some people by having a bomb in a tree earlier in the book. Mm-hmm. And then later, she's apparently a sharpshooter because she kills a... A person who's going to inform the Robins as to what she's up to. Mm-hmm. She came from dark metal. You see in the end. Is that where she came from? <laughs> no, but just she's wearing like she the... She just has that look. Yeah, she has like the makeup, like dark metal. Right. <laughs> she so... looks like Robin King or Robin Yeah, Prince exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. we know that Robin King is actually Bruce Wayne from an alternate universe. Of course we, we do. I don't know if I'd use the term weed. <laughs> I I know because I fucking read it and I did a sideshow about it on our Patreon. Go check it out. Uh, um, okay. I like this character. Ditto. Um, she stages this First like, appearance, I guess. She takes... Ad- <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't know who she is. She takes advantage of this like... 8chan yeah. sort of personality who has this anarchist terrorist group that wants to blow something up. And there's a lot of commentary in the beginning about being these like, you know, a deep state conspiracy theorist nut job. And so half of the book is like making fun of that sort of person. And then uh, they're all you find out at the end of the book, they've all been her cronies serving this purpose that's essentially like manipulating the Robins towards some end game. Mm-hmm. And she's got this certain smile about her that <sighs> makes you think, well, maybe that smile is hiding sadness. <laughs> and she's actually a psycho. Yeah. Much like many of the uh, Gotham crazy. <laughs> that's my unique take on the Joker. That it in my Oh, that is yeah, like, in my version. His smile hides his sadness. <laughs> Call up Black Label. Got another I, hit. I, yeah, I'd love to read your Joker. <laughs> I'm so unique in this take. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think I don't know if I'd call this book anticipated because it it actually got like finalized before DC Fandom. Okay. Uh. So that's actually pretty quick that it, they turned this around. Yeah. Um, I feel like they maybe had like some spec written already. Right. I'm sure every story in that little voting contest had been written. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if all of them become minis. Um, then voting's pointless. All? Are you saying all voting's all pointless? All voting is so, pointless. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know we got it. We had an anti-democracy hey, guy listen, on our podcast. If voting meant anything, then <laughs> Ruben Studdard would be the American Idol. Ruben Studdard has some hits on the R&B charts. 
I'm sure he does. Okay. Next comic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next book we read was Rom V's Radio Apocalypse, which was out on Vault Comics. So, yes. Um, again, something we didn't touch on, but maybe difficult to find because, as many of you probably found out on Wednesday, Diamond had an oh, issue. got hacked. Where they shut, yeah. where they shut down for five days straight. Because they got hacked, yeah. And stopped even fielding phone calls. <laughs> That's a, but that's a bad day at they, the well, office. That's a very diamond thing too. You was, think, the diamond doesn't have one person for PR. Well, and it and it it <laughs> makes Marvel and DC look so good for having abandoned yeah, yeah. Uh, diamond because they were just like our comics are coming out on time. Yeah. So the, the shop I went to had no zero new indies. Okay, the day I went, so I had to buy Radio Apocalypse online to yeah. read it. Well, that's where I buy all mine. The unmitigated goal. So this comic book had everything that I want to talk about this on a podcast. Comic has everything. It has everything. Uh, it has Rom V. Mm-hmm. It has Vault. I like those things. Okay. It has Apocalypse, and it's got music. It's actually got radio, which is my day job. Uh, and in the- uh, sure, This was made for you. Yes. Should we just leave the room and you can have you, uh, yes. 20 minutes on the I, mic? That's actually what I always want. I'm <laughs> always sad when you come here. <laughs> we just, uh, you need us to turn on the machine. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> as a, as a preface, he goes home and monologues in the mirror. <laughs> as a preface to this, Ram V says, I'm giving you my heart and soul in this book. And every time, in, re- in exchange for that, every time I mention or there is any type of reference to music, I would love you to listen to that track. He invites talking about music, which is always what this podcast tries to do. And we get yelled at. <laughs> but, uh, but now we got to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Apocalypse and there's a radio station. There's essentially a quarantine area where you can go and you can avoid the version of zombies, which is a weird rab- dogs. rabid dogs, xenomorph zo- dogs. Uh, and I think this is what draws a lot of people to this like place that's up. Uh, last holdout is the fact that they've got a radio station music mm-hmm. yeah like people are just like desperate for anything right mm-hmm. and there's like a little bit of community and we know there's music here so we're gonna go to this place and the dj shoots up heroin thank, <laughs> yeah. thank, thank every dj yeah thank well, god we don't know yes we do we saw a needle going to his we arm. saw a needle going oh his maybe arm. maybe maybe he's diabetic maybe he's diabetic a lot of people shoot the needle directly into their veins when they're diabetic. <laughs> he might be sick. Is all I'm saying. True. That's true. It it's could a, be a mislead. Oh, it, it also it could be like a serum of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Abby Pin. Um. So, uh, first track that gets played, uh, out to the world, is uh, Black Parade. Mu- Blackout by Muse. Oh, sorry. Okay. So this, right from the get go, if it's like, hey check out the music, you have to be like, I'm curating a, a very amazing music playlist for you. And you lead with Muse. Muse, I'm sorry, my friend, is the most neckbeardy band you could have placed uh, there. Like, you could have done something else, and especially that song. I don't think of Muse when I think neckbeard. You don't? It's it's like, it's a lot of like... It's n- standard alternative radio. Yeah, it's kind of like dream theater where people are like, the best of rock and roll. Okay. They're kind of like U2 if Bono had a fashion sense and The Edge had a drug addiction. Um, Two but things like, that that band definitely has. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I don't think so, yeah. I'm just with <laughs> I just, I feel like they're just like very stadium rock. Um, okay. But, but a lot of people walk away from Muse shows saying, that's the best show I've ever seen in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, they're like, our, they're our rush. 
Cool. Oh. Please don't do that. But uh, there are Coldplay, maybe. No, no, no. Coldplay no, no, is no, our no, Coldplay, no, no, unfortunately. No, no. Yeah, don't don't call right. anything our Rush because Rush is okay. A very good band, actually. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, Muse was very like anthemy and big, yeah. and brought back this kind of like stadium rock, arena, thing arena rocks. When it was very uncool to do it, and yeah. it yeah. So they that's... have like epic, nerdy fantasy feeling music so, uh, like another band i know by the name of oh, rush rush <laughs> okay they take themselves very serious like rush which i don't often appreciate here's the thing i don't actually have a problem with muse and i kind oh, of no, I, it actually, sounded like you did from that, the jump that you make even the smallest point now i'm going back on the thing i just said <laughs> i think it's a very weird track to be like if you listen to Blackout, it's like, oh, this is like a soundtrack to Apocalypse. I would have done T-Pain. I don't know what that track is. T-Pain? T-Pain, buy you a drink or something. Like, just to like flip it. I, I will commend your point. <laughs> if I'm if I'm in a nuclear apocalypse like landscape and I like am in control of a radio station, my first, my first selection yeah. isn't going to be Muse. No fucking way. It's going to be some other band. It'll be like, uh, I'd play like Little Mermaid Under the Sea. Something like that. We is did the comic start with him being like, "This is the first time music has been played no, since a meteor it, hit." No, the earth. but like, no, it was just the track to the. It was just the imp- like. It's imagine a cinematic opening, and it's like you see the vinyl being placed on there. By the way, it says "Blackout" on it, which is not the name of the album, and it's a full LP. So what does have a fucking full LP that just plays the same single I the have whole time? Plenty of full LPs that are one LPs. song. No, you don't. You yeah, have. Do. Yeah, he does. I've seen him. He shows them to me. Every you time have I hang a full out. LP that's one track. A lot of radio stations used to get. Okay. Like oh, I that. see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I, yep. You're right. <laughs> a, a, edit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'll take care of it. <laughs> no, I'm, we're we're chill on that. I could be wrong on my radio uh, vinyl distribution. Um, but then, wh- I mean, okay. What would you pick? As you're you're writing this book, and you have to flex and be like, you gotta give me a heads up if you're gonna pull this fucking question on <laughs> no, me. No, go with the dome. I already told you mine. I would say if you I did, if, if I pain. Oh my God! That's seriously that's your a joke answer. answer. If that I was is a joke. If answer. I was Mike D, I, I would probably pick something by Smashing Pumpkins, the Smashing Pumpkins, or uh, what's that other band you saw? The female lead singer, a Sonic Youth, Son- Breeders, the Breeders. Breeders is my favorite band. Yeah, you might spin something from that. Yeah, knowing you, me, Frank Ocean, Doctor Worm, they might be giants. <laughs> 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 oh, I thought I thought you were saying like the like the bing bing. Bing. What's that? Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, talking about. I think you're thinking of Particle Man. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, that's that, that's good. They might be giants. Yeah, exactly. Good job on both of you for okay tracks that weren't the soundtrack to an actual apocalypse. I didn't name a track, but sure. <laughs> Did you want to go back? Do you want to pick something I'll, else? I'll go ahead and say, let's say Cannonball by the Breeders. Okay, that's their hit, right? Yeah, yeah. And so people would know it. Because you got to play something that people can sing along to. You hear that opening riff. And, and that, you're like, shit, music is back. <laughs> it was gone for a while, but music is yeah, I think back. I, I think I do uh, Jeremy. Okay. From Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam, yeah. That's a good Jeremy song. Jeremy Spoken. Um, I don't know what I would do, but I wouldn't do Muse. Next track that he plays, and this is why I love this comic book, because this redeems him. And if I'm giving a score... 
So if I gave Muse, I would give Muse uh, a 5.5, maybe. Oh, out of 10? Out of a 10, to selection, for selection purposes. I don't know. The I ne- have a different attachment to Muse, The I next guess. track that he picks is I'm on Fire by Bruce String- Springsteen. That gets a 9.8 from me, because that is a <laughs> fucking great song. It's, uh, it's also, it's one of those songs where it's like, people know it, but it's not maybe one of the top mm-hmm. three Bruce songs, or... Uh, and so, it was, yeah, and and also I I love that she uh, dies to this song being played, which I was just playing in my head while she died. So uh, great job, Rom, for your second, your up second up bat. You're averaging <laughs> you're averaging over fifty percent now. You guys good on I'm I'm on fire. I like that song as a uh, a Bruce Springsteen super freak. Um, <laughs> you think you could have done better? Well, okay. It's not my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. Sure. It's way over. It's probably the most covered Bruce Springsteen song. It does get covered a lot, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's very like... Anthemic. It's or... a little ethereal yeah. and it's kind of different than the rest. It's definitely like if you listen to... It's on Born to Run, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. If you listen to Born to Run, it's kinda just like... Out of nowhere. It doesn't fit in with the rest of the tracks. And so I think there's something about that that makes it makes people be like, that's the one I like because I'm weird. Um, and it's, it's certainly a good song and it's a standout track, but I, I like Bruce Springsteen for sounding like Bruce Springsteen, not his weird tracks like that like Philadelphia and don't shit. stick yeah. out. Yeah. And no, I hear that. Like Thunder Road's my favorite Springsteen song. And that's like the most Springsteeniest <laughs> shit like he's ever written. Yeah. I work in a factory <laughs> and I drive a truck. Right, exactly. So I'm going to keep on this series. I'm going to let you know how Rom V's playlist turns out. Okay. Are you Are you guys, oh, oh, it's a good question. Are you guys going to keep on this series? No. I probably will. If I do uh, go back to it, it'll be in trade form. Okay. I just, it didn't hit with me. Yeah, it, it hit an, here's the other thing. As I was like, when this book got done, I was like, ooh, what? Like, I want to know how many things Greg has said, I'll read it in trade, mm-hmm. that you actually read in trade. Well, you'll find out on the Patreon because oh, I have an update. Okay, okay great. You, like a reading update? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I read comics. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Fuck. Uh, Damn, dude. Uh, yeah, so I liked it. I mean, it's just, this is a pretty straightforward apocalypse. Like, there's nothing, we talked about the music because that's the big thing. The big thing is the radio station. <laughs> yeah, can I give a quick synopsis? Oh, yeah, sure. T- 20 minutes into the discussion. Yeah, asteroid hits Earth. Not many people left alive. Middle America, there's a small camp. There's like 90-ish people there. Mm-hmm. 95. 95 to be exact. And there's some people terminus. Make, this make, is a good terminus. There's a couple people making their like trek to their like mecca where they're like, "There's music here," mm-hmm. and one of them dies. One of them makes it and survives. And then from here, we got like you mentioned splashes of some characters maybe shooting up heroin. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of weird dynamics and things going on. But it, it all in all, it seems like they're this kind of like peaceful happy little cohabitation in the middle of this place that's like the outside world has these weird like uh, no skin hyenas on the outside <laughs> that are like <laughs> killing everybody if you stay out at night. So and, and it did flash to a bunch of like outside world things yeah. when the DJ's talking. So you get a sense that the world is bigger. This is cert- 100% a book that had it been on image 
we might have gotten a double issue, mm-hmm. and I might have yeah. been like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. It read t- way too quickly. It was something like 32 pages, but like yeah. 10 of them were ads at the end. It, mm-hmm. So it, it was like way too short. It had a, it, it didn't have enough to like grab this, me. Unfortunately, which is, which is rare for a Rom V book. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is what happens a little bit on Independence mm-hmm. uh, that aren't boom. I guess is the editor. If you're a big enough name, just lets you do do you. Yeah. And says this is your page count. You do you. Yeah. Probably not enough audience guidance. And then they, one thing I do appreciate about Fault is they let you just go buck wild with your letters to the editor. Yeah. Like you could, you could put it anywhere. You could put it in there twice, which they did in the digital form. You could like just go crazy and stuff and they don't give a shit. And back, they like it. Write so. your manifesto and yeah. put it in the back. <laughs> Whereas like Aftershock doesn't even let you do it. They just run the same ad yep. in the back every time. Mm-hmm. So good job Vault for being rando, I guess. <laughs> we love you for it. <laughs> All right, so read those comics, I guess. I would say yes. I'm not the boss of you, but like they were both middle, <laughs> oh, they, they, they are, were both middle of the road sort of comics for me. I'm more I was more into Robins, but mm-hmm. I don't know. If if you're like a mainstream superhero comic fan, get Robins. If you're an indie comic weird niche fan, mm-hmm. get Radio Apocalypse. Yeah. Podcast over. See us on the yes. Patreon if you want more content. Enjoy your stuffing or whatever you're Oh, yeah, that's on right. Colonial Appreciation Day. Happy Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or Turkey Day or whatever you want to call have a, it. I'm having a turkeyless uh, turkey day. Me too. Well, uh, just me. My family's still eating it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Oh, so they have to prepare a whole second thing for you? No, I bring my own food. Do you? Oh, good for you! Like in a good uh, for not being that person that makes like whoever's yeah. cooking like prepare. A you bring a bu- bu- like a bunch of cheese cubes in a bag. No, no, no. So I bring <laughs> I bring like my meat substitute thing that's already pre cooked. But like they they have like uh, broccoli casseroles and green sure. beans stuff like that, and I eat it. Okay, fucking show over. <laughs> hey, I was the one that asked. I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> Bye. I like how we used to do. Uh, oh my god, it's still going. You can hit. You can hit stop recording. But we used to do holiday shit and go like real. That's true. Wowza, and now we're like, we got our fan base. We know like we're. It's okay. We don't need to. Yeah. Holiday it up. We're in the sweatpants era of this podcast. <laughs> Certainly. So we've got people to fall in love with us. We know they're not leaving. We've added on a few pounds. Where we, are they gonna go? We've opened up some third eyes. I dare you to find a podcast you like better. (laughs) No. I dare you to leave me. Oh, God. Bye. You saw a chocobo? Did you swipe right? What's a chocobo? Yeah, what? Go on. You guys don't know what a chocobo is? Is it from Fantasy? Final Fantasy? Yeah. The... Yellow birds that yes, you ride. Of course. Oh. Nerd cred still initiated. Yeah. What's a chocobo? What's a chocobo? Give me your nerd card. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> thank you for my punishment, Chocobo? <laughs> Do you guys think we made edging cool? We talked about edging before it was a thing. And we've talked about I've, a lot of things before they were a thing. I've been fascinated with edging ever since the concept was like Introduced. Slightly introduced to me. I was like, I love this idea. <laughs> this is just wonderful. This articulates something so interesting to me.
It has hit the mainstream. I've seen it in many yeah. TV oh, shows they, now. They made a joke about edging on Saturday Night Live last night. Did they? Yeah. Who was? Oh, was that Simeon Liu Lee? I I don't know how to say his name. To what, be honest, Shang Chi. Shang Chi okay. was uh, Kim Kardashian on there talking about her love for uh, Pete Davidson. Oh, did Kim Kardashian come on Saturday Night Live to talk about <laughs> how she liked a cast member? Well, they've been dating. Yeah, no, they didn't. No, they didn't talk about that. No. Pete Davidson must have a dick made of gold. Yeah, he's a, or he's, something. A, he's a stick man. It's the BDE. You guys know what that means? BDE dick energy. BDE was invented because of Pete Davidson. Was it really? Yes. Interesting. The term was coined by Ariana Grande about Pete Davidson. That is. Isn't that funny? Stellar. Good in a, for him. In, in a bad way? No. She When they started dating, she tweeted something about it. Because someone tweeted a, a picture of him mm-hmm. to be like, this guy looks like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, why is Ariana Grande with, Even with, this, with douche. this guy? Yeah. And she replied, big dick energy. Like, this look is big dick energy or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then she deleted it, but it was, like, too late. And everyone was like, big dick energy is the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And then the floodgates opened. (laughs) 